Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Choose Your Narrative. I'm your host, Nat Smithson, and I'm thrilled you've chosen to join me today. I created this podcast to share stories of my own mindset journey and explore strategies and healthy habits that I now use to build a mind that's geared up for happiness and success. And I want you to do the same. So I encourage you to start your own journey towards creating a stronger, happier, more motivated mind by tuning in weekly so that you too can write and more importantly, choose the narrative that you wish to live. Hey everyone and welcome back to Choose Your Narrative. As always, I'm super grateful that you've chosen to join me and I really appreciate the fact that you've taken a small chunk out of your day to just tune in and refuel your mind and gather some thoughts and ideas that will help you create this more positive and constructive mindset. I absolutely love that. There's obviously lots of things in life that are out of our control, but I just think it's so good that we actually have the ability and the power to change and improve our outlook and reframe situations and experiences that we have throughout life simply by training our minds and making sure that we're focusing on and prioritizing the right kinds of thoughts that are going to serve a positive purpose for us. So on that note, I want to talk about gratitude today. It's one of those sort of buzzwords that you hear about a lot, and there's plenty of people and, and sources out there telling you how good it is to practice gratitude and Look, honestly, I should probably expect I'm going to suggest the same thing. Um, But I do just want to give you a little bit of context around why channeling gratitude and living a more grateful life is such a powerful and successful mental tool. And the good news is it's actually quite easy to do once you get into a good routine with it. Plus, as an added bonus, it's free. There's no expensive subscription that you need to commit to. There's no new equipment that you need to buy. It's simply a commitment to using one of the best pieces of equipment that you've already got. And that's your mind, your brain, I guess. (laughs) So living with a sense of gratitude, look, it doesn't mean that you're always going to feel or act happy and positive. That's just not realistic. I prefer to think of channeling gratitude as a means of regulating the emotions that we feel or the thoughts that we have during experiences. When we move through life with a sense of gratitude, we tend to feel more centered and I guess we're a little bit less at risk of experiencing those more volatile emotional states. When we trace our thoughts back to a place of gratitude, it helps us to cope better And it gives us the ability to come to terms with those more negative and difficult experiences. But at the same time, it also allows us to more deeply savour those moments of joy and of happiness and fulfilment. It increases our awareness of those small day-to-day wonders, those simple special moments that when we're not in that frame of mind, we may just miss. Just simple things like a colourful sunset, um, a compliment from a friend or someone at work, a smile from someone walking past you in the street. How good is it when that happens? Or just a beautiful flower that you might see on the side of the road or in someone's garden when you're going for a walk. Or something that pops into my mind is uh, less congested traffic (laughs) on the way to work. That is a huge win for me when I get that. (laughs) I love that. 
<laughs> so I think you get the idea. They're just those simple moments that normally we could quite easily miss, but they're also moments that have the ability to turn what could be a really crappy sort of day into an average or more bearable day. Or they might be the sort of icing on the cake of a decent, fairly decent day, which then makes it into a fantastic day. You get the idea. As I mentioned earlier, maintaining that sense of gratitude can help stop us from letting those more negative and unwanted experiences overwhelm us emotionally and sort of take hold of us. It gives us the ability to remind ourselves that life will have its ups and downs. That's that's a guaranteed thing. But we can still exist with this certain level of contentment no matter what we're experiencing. I want you to stop and think for a moment. How do you currently respond to unwanted situations throughout the day? When something bad or something frustrating happens, do you allow your thoughts to spiral? Does your mind get stuck going on this negative, purposeless tangent, thinking thoughts of, you know, the why me, this this always happens to me, of course this was going to happen today. Those, you know, kind of unconstructive, why can't anything good ever happen to me kinds of thoughts. Well, we all have them. But if you do catch yourself having one of those thoughts or, you know, something similar to this, do you actually consciously stop and recalibrate yourself? Do you make that effort to bring your mind back to a more holistic space where you can still be grateful for the other things that might have happened in your day that were good? Or do you just feel yourself getting overwhelmed by that moment and sort of blowing it out and saying, look, all these bad things have happened. Of course this happened. Something bad happened yesterday. Something bad happened last month, last year. And it all just sort of snowballs into one big thing. Well, today I want to just focus on two of the top reasons that lots of people have explored, but I also find in my sort of top two reasons why channeling gratitude and making moments in my day to be grateful have proven to be such a worthwhile practice for me and, and obviously for many, many other people out there as well. And as, as you'd expect, these are benefits that build and increase the resilience of my mindset and that that's really what we're going for here. So reason number one, have a think about this. How we perceive things ultimately defines how we then experience those same things. You may have heard this before, but there's a psychological phenomenon called negative bias, which causes how we interpret positive and negative experiences to be asymmetrical, unfortunately in favour of the negative. So I'm afraid to say that us humans are hardwired to focus more of our attention on the negative information that we receive And this means that if we're not intentionally looking for or seeking out that positive information that we're presented on a daily basis, we're going to be considerably more focused on the negatives. And if we're relying on our perception to inform our experience, then we need to make sure we're consciously controlling how we interpret and think about our world and the situations and the people in it so that that negative bias isn't the only one in charge of our thoughts. Of course, when something bad or unwanted happens, the initial thoughts that will pop into our mind will be those more negative ones. But once those thoughts have been received and acknowledged, 
it's then up to you to decide what you do with those thoughts. Do you let them fester and multiply into this series of negative, unconstructive thoughts? Or do you acknowledge that you feel and think that thing? Then go to work thinking about how you can turn that situation around. This is why I love channeling gratitude because it gives us the ability to take control of and positively guide our perceptions. We ultimately get to become the master of our experiences if we let ourselves be. When we consciously decide to choose gratitude over other more negative and unuseful emotional constructs, we allow our perceptions to be shifted in a way that makes us feel like more positive things are going to happen or at least have the possibility of happening, rather than a whole bunch of things that we don't want. And this in turn will elevate us and energize us to power on and chase after even more experiences that we can be grateful for. Think about it. If your experience of the world around you is a direct reflection of your interpretation of it, that means that your mind is actually the one in control of your quality of life. Whether you enjoy and appreciate what happens in your life or if you instead always feel a little hard done by or like the bad things are always happening to you. You're the one who has the power to turn a negative situation into something bearable, a bearable situation into something that you can learn from and that can eventually evolve into a positive situation. And you have that same ability to extract even more goodness out of a positive situation and turn it into one of the most amazing experiences ever, if you so desire. I'm not trying to suggest that moments of difficulty and hardship aren't going to be exactly that. Of course they will be. And we all get the pleasure of going through them. But what we can do is make a choice about how long or to what magnitude we're going to let those experiences impact us. Now, the second big reason why I find channeling gratitude to be so worthwhile is because it has the ability to shift our focus from what we don't have to what we do have. We're all guilty at some point or another of getting fixated on the things that we don't have. So many of us now lead such public lives, sharing every win, every celebration, struggle or latest purchase on social media. And we're exposed to a huge volume of advertising every single day. Each time we look at our phones, each time we turn the TV on, even walking down the street. We're constantly bombarded with reminders about all the things that we should have or we should want. And it's really easy to get consumed by this and feel like we never have enough or we never are enough. And Within reason, look, we can use this for some good. We can obviously use it to motivate us and ignite our ambitions to seek greater learnings and opportunities or acquisitions or personal advancements. But it's also just as important to regularly circle back and just remind ourselves about the things that we do have and keep them front of mind. Because isn't it funny how quickly we can sometimes forget how much we wanted something once we do have it without even realizing it? Say, for example, we're ready for a new challenge. Okay, we've been studying really hard, we've been upskilling, and we desperately would like a new job or to get our first job cutting out of school or uni, say. 
We get our resume updated. We research all the available positions and companies. We prepare for and attend a series of interviews. And if we're lucky, we finally land that dream job. But then somewhere along the line, time moves on and the excitement subsides and that feeling of reward slowly wears off. Then we find ourselves getting to Sunday evening thinking, I just don't don't want to get back to work on Monday. Have we all got to that point at some point or the other? It's it's just one of those things that happens. But it's funny how much you want it at the start and then you sort of move on to the next thing and yeah. So it's just taking this time to stop and, and remember why we really wanted things in the first place and just bringing ourselves back to that place of gratefulness so we can keep up our motivation, keep up our appreciation for those things. And when we make space in our lives to search for gratitude, we're, we're upholding the memories of why we wanted those opportunities in the first place. And that way we can continue to value those things rather than kind of let ourselves get a little bit complacent or unappreciative. When we dedicate that small moment each day to acknowledging the things that we are grateful for, our minds become more tuned into keeping an eye out for more and more examples of what we are grateful for. Without trying it, we become more aware of these moments or the people or the things in our lives that we really appreciate having. And our focus slowly starts to shift away from the negative, more pessimistic thoughts, more unconstructive thoughts that seem to just creep into our minds. And the amazing thing is that literally all that's required for us to do this is simply just put aside a brief moment even just a few minutes, just stop and reflect on what we're grateful for. I personally find that I like to do this when I wake up, like first thing in the morning or maybe on my drive into work, when I've just got a moment to sort of set myself up mentally for the day, think about all the things that have happened already in that week or, you know, the fact that I got some sleep, I had some time to give my body a rest or, you know, maybe I've got an exciting lunch that day or a really important meeting or I'm catching up with a friend for lunch or something that I've got to look forward to in that day. I like to just sort of center myself and plan ahead and think about all the good things that could come out of the day ahead or have happened in the day prior. And if I have the time, I'll sort of stop and sit and write these down. But I know everyone's on the move these days and sometimes it's easier just to sort of plant a thought and I just love to maybe sit with a coffee or cup of tea in the morning and and just sort of do it in that time. Whatever works for you, there's, there's no absolute rule around this. It's just really what you feel comfortable with, what you can accommodate with your routine and what sort of environment you can create for yourself in those moments to let yourself think more deeply. So that kind of covers off those top two reasons that I like to prioritize those thoughts of gratitude. But I also just wanted to quickly point out that although it may seem almost impossible at times, we can and should also search for moments of gratitude during the more challenging times in life. It's all well and good and it's fun just sitting there with a cup of coffee and taking my relax moment out to fuel my mind with grateful thoughts but that's when everything's just ticking along smoothly when I have the opportunity to do that sometimes things are a little more chaotic and you you don't get that chance you're rushed off your feet you're stressed you've got a really jam-packed day ahead you're injured you're sick there's lots of other things going on you just 
you don't find yourself motivated to sort of get into that space. But I just want to point out that those are the times that you probably need that gratitude even more when you find that negative bias just sort of creeps back in and wants to start taking over. It's like it's being fueled by that scenario. It's got everything it needs to succeed and thrive. It's got you feeling down, your immune system compromised, stress building up, all of those things. So they're the dream ideal moments that you need to just sort of stop and send yourself, bring yourself back and think, okay, it's not looking great right now, but something really good happened last week. Or I know I'm going through something really hard right now, but at least I've got the support of this person or these people behind me. At least I know I can keep my body fueled with some really good, nutritious, healthy food. I can go for a walk. I've got the physical ability to do some some kind of stress-relieving activity, exercise, meditation, something that's going to draw me back and just help me power on through this challenging time ahead. So have a little think about what you can do in those challenging moments. Don't try and sort of, well, not, you wouldn't be trying, but don't unintentionally just sort of ditch all your gratefulness thoughts, because that's when you're going to need it the most. There's another little strategy that sort of plays into this, these, these moments of challenge and that goes hand in hand with that um, gratitude practice. And that is something called positive reframing. Basically what this involves is just choosing to review and positively adapt our perception of scenarios that would normally be viewed as negative or bad. And having this ability to positively reframe situations, it gives us that control back and it allows us to sort of steer and direct ourselves down the pathways that we want to go and that we want to choose simply because we're extracting some kind of purpose out of the situation. So even when it does get a little bit hairy and things are looking pretty bad, we're deciding how bad that's going to be. Are we going to let that be really high on the scale? Are we going to rein it in and say, okay, not great, but like I said earlier, there's all these other things that are good that are going on. Let's just sort of keep that in mind, let it all balance out so that it doesn't overwhelm us. And the other thing is choosing to find a lesson or a benefit from that experience, no matter how big or how small it is. Practicing gratitude and coupling it with positive reframing It's like training to improve any skill. The more you do it, the easier it gets and the more reward you gain from it as well. So making that small commitment of time to just centre your thoughts around what you do appreciate will pay off because it will allow you to build resilience. It will allow you to develop new coping mechanisms and it will allow you to learn to read yourself better. How does your mind and your body react in certain situations that are stressful and that push you outside of your comfort zone? So I want to do a quick recap. Firstly, channeling gratitude doesn't mean you always have to feel happy and positive, but it will enable you to be more observant of those sometimes overlooked and wonderful things or learning opportunities that we experience in life. Taking the time to reflect on the positive moments in each day will allow us to have more control over the perceptions that we have of a particular situation. And these perceptions, on the whole, will dictate how we experience life. 
The important thing to remember is that you are the one who's in control of constructing the facts that you then use to determine what the world you live in looks like. If you choose to focus on the negative things or the negative moments in each day, your view of that day will reflect that. If you instead keep your eyes and your ears and your mind open to what positives you can draw from each day, no matter how large or small they are, then you will allow yourself to have a more positive, meaningful experience each day. Something that you can enjoy. And don't forget to search for gratitude in those more challenging times also. Remind yourself of those positive things or those people in your life that override the negative experience that you might be having at that point in time. You can try positively reframing your thoughts to uncover, I guess, a silver lining in that bad situation. I know it sounds a little bit unrealistic, but it is possible. Even if you don't see it straight away, it might take a while. So I'm going to leave you there for today. Perhaps you could set yourself a goal of putting aside just four to five minutes several times this week to stop and remind yourself of what you have to be grateful for. And then you can build up to every day and then maybe twice a day. And then before you know it, thoughts of gratitude will be popping into your head without you even needing to schedule that thinking time in. Wouldn't that be fantastic? So thank you so much again for joining me. I can't wait to see you next time.